listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When Jesus had risen early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told his companions, who were mourning and weeping, when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. After this, he appeared in another form to two of them walking along on their way to the country. They returned and told the others, but they did not believe them either. But later, as the eleven were at table, he appeared to them and rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had been raised. He said to them, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. The gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you his peace. Amen. Once again, in the liturgy of the church, we are hearing the stories of the resurrected Jesus appearing to different people in the early church. And um, multiple times from this pulpit, I had made the suggestion how in the liturgy, you're just getting snippets of the passages. But what a wonderful idea to sit with your Bible and open up Matthew and, and read the full account of, of the resurrection appearances of Mark and Luke and John, and then Luke again. <laughs> My patron, St. Luke, okay. Um, but it, and when you're able to do that, you take in, you know, a little better, like the, the meaning of, of how they, each one has something unique to say and they complement one another beautifully. And even better if you could do a Bible study on the full gospel of Mark and you could see how things that are happening in the resurrection account complement the bigger picture of what Mark with the Holy Spirit was leading Mark to do. And in the gospel of St. Mark, there is a theme of faith. The very beginning of the gospel, Jesus appears with the message, repent and believe. Uh, it's one of the options when you receive the ashes on Ash Wednesday, right? We, we all love the remember, man, you are dust and unto dust you will return. Don't, don't, ah, you know, but there is the repent and believe in the gospel. So another valid option there, an invitation to repentance and to belief. Um, does that sound like Fatima? <laughs> it does, right? What our lady told the children of Fatima. It's just, it's the gospel. It's there. And this, this thing of people, Jesus being amazed at people's faith and in also moments, particularly in the Gospel of Mark, where he's amazed at their lack of faith. And uh, the resurrection is one of those things. Why, why wouldn't Jesus have appeared to them right away? He chose not to do it that way. Rather, the apostles received the news of the resurrection from other people. That was God's plan. And uh, whether it be Mary Magdalene or whether it be the two who were on the road to Emmaus. And in hearing that, they did not believe. That is a serious black eye 
the history of the church. These are the apostles. These guys were, Jesus was their seminary director. <laughs> they had been with the Lord for years and, and they had received graces. They had done miracles in Jesus's name and they had seen Jesus do miracles and they, you know, the whole thing. And uh, they run away when he's on the cross, except for John. And then they don't believe. And so when the risen Jesus finally does come to them, they're together and they're at table, it, it, probably some sort of mass celebration, the early version of that. And Jesus, the risen Jesus, what are we told? Upbraids them? Is that the word? Um, the word in Greek, yeah, it's like he um, he chewed them out. <laughs> you know? They had this hardness of heart and this unbelief. And these are the leaders of the church. I'll tell you, as a priest, when I read this, I'm shaking in my sandals, you know, like... That even people who are in leadership aren't always on point, huh? Lord, help us. Lord, help us. So, but the Lord sends them to witness to the world, to every creature. See, the Franciscans, we love that, right? St. Francis preached to the birds. St. Anthony preached to the fish. Okay, so every creature, to the all of creation, the good news of Jesus, the Savior, his death and resurrection, um, that is our message. How beautiful. Um, and so brothers and sisters praying over that, I've been thinking a lot about this question of unbelief, hardness of heart and unbelief. This is a big issue. How many of us are worried about loved ones who have fallen away from the faith, fallen away from their church? Uh, a description which I like to use is that young people who've been de-evangelized by the world, right? This is a big issue. And we think about the prayer that the angel taught the children at Fatima to pray, which I know Joe leads it with great enthusiasm every day. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love thee. I beg pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, do not love thee, do not trust you. And uh, that seems to also be a big theme in the Divine Mercy devotion, right? We have the image, and Jesus said at the bottom of the image, have the words, Jesus, I trust in you. And if you read that diary of St. Faustina, in a number of places, Jesus reveals to her the thing that is the most hurtful to God is people who don't trust him. And he would complain to St. Faustina. It's like, what more can I do? My, my death on the cross was not enough for some people. They ignore me. They uh, count my offer of grace as nothing. And this is the thing that hurts me more than anything else is a lack of trust, a lack of trust, um, a lack of faith. Um, so this is a real struggle. And uh, so in the midst of that, the Lord invites us to trust him, to have a stronger faith in every circumstance. Now, I love preaching about this because this has been a, a lifelong struggle for me as well. You know, when I was a young person, I didn't really go to church. I was a non-church-going kind of guy till my mom started praying for me. And eventually those graces during college, they hit me, had a big conversion, went to confession, and um, started praying. And uh, look what happened. <laughs> Threw my razor away. Okay. And, uh, but uh, this thing about trust. So I I've had a number of embarrassing moments where the Lord confronted me on my lack of trust. One of which times I was at such, I was at the bottom of the barrel. I'll spare you the details. And I opened up that diary of St. Faustina, the Divine Mercy, 
And uh, I randomly opened to the passage where she says that when I die, my mission will not end. Only then will it begin. I will pull back the veil to convince you of God's goodness so that you stop offending him by your lack of trust. <laughs> wow, those are powerful words. Well, um, one moment I want to share with you of, of trust, uh, a trust struggle. The Lord taught me something very powerful. I had been on a pilgrimage with some of the friars and a big group of lay people to uh, alleged Marian apparition shrine in Europe. We had a wonderful experience of pilgrimage and prayer and, you know, feeling good. Praying the rosary and, you know, loving the Lord. And uh, so afterwards, we got invited to visit a family for a few days who lived in Europe. So we, we go and we visit this family. Uh, we're having a wonderful, just a blessed time. And one of the brothers broke his arm. <laughs> I'll spare you the details, but he snapped his arm. And uh, so uh, we immediately had to get back to America to get care. And so there was a group of us and we're there at this airport and uh, the, the brother with the broken arm and the other brothers get their tickets and they, they, they run because the airplane is getting ready to leave. And I'm the last in line. What did Jesus say? The last will be first. Okay. And I get up there and of course they don't speak English in this country and I don't speak uh, Croatian or I, a little bit like hello and can I have some coffee? Um, and they don't have me in the computer. And so here I am stranded by myself. I'm panicking in a country that I don't speak the language and I don't know what to do. And uh, I'm trying to like say in a broken English, you know, uh, I have this ticket and, and we, the ladies, like, we don't have any record of your ticket. Um, you need to leave. I was like, help me leave, <laughs> you know, back to my country. And I went outside and I, I just had this experience of incredible poverty. I didn't have any money. <laughs> St. Francis would be happy about that. I didn't have a cell phone. Um, I didn't have anything. And I couldn't even speak the language. And let me tell you what, my prayers got really fervent. <laughs> you know, when you have nothing. And I'll tell you what, though, it did not feel good. It felt horrible. It felt, it was, I just did not feel safe or secure. And I just felt like um, very... Um, well, what's the word? You just, you feel uh, vulnerable and just abandoned. And yeah, thank you. Um, and so out of that, I struggled to pray. And as I prayed, I got an idea. And I go back in there and the lady's like, here he comes again, you know. <laughs> and I think because of my big beard, they thought that I was a Muslim terrorist, you know, like <laughs> they're saying, Mujahideen, Mujahideen, you know, and I'm like, no, I have the cross, I have the cross. Um, and I said to her, Send me to Vienna. <laughs> you know, that's what came to me in prayer. She's like, okay. <laughs> she gives me a ticket to Vienna. So I was like, okay. Uh, so I go and uh, I met some people that spoke English to help me to realize where my gate was and when they were boarding. And on a wing and a prayer with nothing else, I, I'm on an airplane to Vienna, Austria. Now, when I was in college, I had done a semester in Austria so I'd been to Vienna a few times and I speak a little bit of German, enough to order coffee, okay, and beer. And, um, and so I get to Vienna, Austria, and I'm praying the whole time. I don't know what's going to happen now. I'm off the grid. I don't know what to do. So I get to the airport in Vienna and I go up to the desk. And of course, they speak really good English there. 
And I was able to explain to what, what happened. And the lady's like, oh, yeah, you're in our computer. No problem. Here's what we're going to do. We'll put you up at the hotel here by the airport for free, and then you can fly out tomorrow. <laughs> and Dankeschön. <laughs> Dankeschön. Thank you. And uh, so I went, you know, I walked across the street to the hotel with my free voucher. Uh, I guess you don't need money. And uh, they put me up. And then I spent the whole evening walking around Vienna, visiting all the churches that I had been to as a college student. And I had the most beautiful experience of prayer and grace. Somebody donated a meal to me. And God, like he provided every detail. And in my prayer, I felt the Lord saying to me, this was my plan all along. He blessed me with a beautiful evening in Vienna. I revisited some of these memories from my college days when I was struggling to discern my vocation and I was praying in these churches, including the beautiful cathedral, the St. Stephen's Cathedral in Vienna. And um, the Lord provided every little thing I needed. And it's like he blessed me with this beautiful surprise. And then the next morning, I took the plane back to America, no problem, and took the subway back to the friary. And, and the brothers are like, where have you been? You know, um, it's like, boy, do I have a story for you. But, but in the midst of that, I had been confronted by my little faith and my lack of trust. You know, and, and this is what's happening with the apostles in this reading. You know, the risen Jesus upbraids them for their lack of faith and their hardness of heart. You know, and he tells St. Faustina, this is the thing that hurts and wounds his sacred heart more than anything, is the lack of trust, the lack of trust. So brothers and sisters, here in the Easter octave, here on the eve of the great feast of the divine mercy, let us put our faith in Jesus and trust him always, no matter what. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans